Chapter 20, Plainview, Texas, Saturday night, 7.32 p.m. Central Standard Time. It was still Saturday evening when the time-traveling party returned, albeit several minutes after their original departure. Bill and Marcy decided to run a few errands instead of going straight home, though it was immediately apparent to the Finkels that something had gone horribly awry. As they made their way first to the drugstore and then a fast food establishment, they began to notice a recurring oddity, a vague sense of uneasiness at the store as they were checked out by a cashier of Bill's general height, bearing and coloring, though that was fairly common in North Texas. Reaching the restaurant's drive through window, another ping of discord, as a teen dotted with acne, his head crowned with thinning brown hair sporting a familiar look of boredom, handed them their bag of burgers. He could have been a nephew of Bill's. So similar was his head shape, jaw shape, brow, and build. Then the manager, a woman in her mid-thirties, who could have been a cousin by her looks of bland sameness, smiled and handed them their colas and thanked them for their patronage. As their car pulled onto the access road, a spindly youth on a skateboard flew by shouting, Bitches! Slapping the hood of their car. And, despite the dingy ball cap obscuring his features, it was quite clear that he also could have been a youthful kin of Bill. The reality of what they were seeing dawned on them simultaneously. Marcy and Bill were both wisely silent, with Marcy understanding at once what must have happened. Somehow... On a routine weekend getaway with friends and neighbors, Bill had seated the entire human population. At first, each hoped they were imagining it, choosing to simply return home and have their burgers and fries, maybe binge a show. But there it was. You couldn't deny it. Fully a quarter of the Earth's living people now resembled Bill. Images they caught in snatches as they drove home, past digital billboards, Newsstands, movie posters and TV screens, Bill's face, his bone structure, his very essence, splattered all over the world. Panicking, Bill searched his mind for memories of the mysterious night before. Before he'd awoken in the jungle, his pants gone. At this very moment, she held his stained khaki pants sniffing them deeply, a cherished trophy from her battleman and the night they'd shared that she'd never forget. It had been Marcy, he was sure, or at least that's what Bill had thought while out of his mind on hallucinogenic drugs. He remembered crawling on the ground for flowers, hitting his head, but Marcy had been there and they were together. But what had happened next? I swear, Marcy, it was you. I remember I complimented you on your perfume. And then, I have no idea what happened, but it was you. I... As he spoke, Bill had a horrible flashback to the night before. An image of something incorrect. Coming back to him in disembodied pieces. He picked through disjointed images. The picnic, the ferrets, the fireworks, the dancing, the passionate lovemaking in the woods. He felt sick to his stomach, suddenly remembering looking up at Marcy in the moonlight, seeing Marcy's distorted face hovering over his own, sweating, 
Confused, he'd realized with rising horror that he was trapped under a beastly caricature of his wife. Marcy's clothes draped over her hairy limbs haphazardly, her talons raking his skin. Her, her, beautiful, intelligent, simian eyes bulging from a low, heavy brow. He'd opened his mouth to scream, but instead, his eyes rolled back into his head, and he'd blacked out atop the musty pile of leaves beneath their lover's embrace, remaining there until his unfortunate discovery moments later. Sitting across from Marcy at their dining room table, Bill opened his mouth to protest again, but stopped, dropping his eyes in shame. 